0: Planet Mundus. Exploring Danish life. This week, a topic that is on the spotlight is the local election. There are boards around the city with names of the candidates, many reminders for people to vote, like flyers and online articles. And if you are eligible to vote, you might have already got your voting card in your mail. Shubham Kaushik joins me in the studio now. Good evening, Shubham. So what are the details about the elections taking place next week?
1: Mario, Denmark is having its local and regional elections on the 21st of November. These elections are held every fourth year on a fixed day, which is the third Tuesday of November.
0: So just to understand better the Danish government system, how is it structured? And can you give us at least a few basics?
1: So the public sector in Denmark is divided into three levels, the state, the regional and the local. The state is the overall country level and then there are five regions and every region is then subdivided into municipalities or communes as they call them here. Currently there are 98 communes in Denmark and they all vary in size but they all also have at least 20,000 people living in each of them and I say currently because the boundaries of these municipalities can change.
0: Okay, so we know how Denmark has kind of a welfare state model, which means that there are many public services like healthcare and education, and there's also employment, jobs, appropriate taxation, basically a lot of work that needs to be coordinated, right? Uh, How do these different levels of government divide all this work?
1: Yeah, you're right. A lot of work that's need that needs to be coordinated. So the overall state level looks after things like the foreign policy, higher education, and the general running of a country. And then the five regions are more are mostly responsible for the public healthcare s- service. The municipalities have a lot more tasks that also impact the residents' lives more, like primary and sec- secondary education, childcare centers, employment. The public sector here is highly decentralized and it took its current form in 2007 after a public sector reform. They believe that whatever is the most relevant at the local level and can be dealt at the local level should be. Which means that a lot of welfare services and mobilizing of resources happens at the level of the local government.
0: So correct me if I'm wrong, but it does sound like the local government handle a lot of things, right? How important would you say the local elections are then?
1: Quite important, I would say. Most people would think that general elections are the most important because they are at the country level. But our everyday lives are the most affected by the activities of the local government. Who you vote for in your commune can lead to small but very important differences in your daily life. Like what you pay as a local tax rate, charges for the primary and secondary school and daycare for your kids.
0: Okay, so maybe here more than in other places, voting can really make a difference in people's daily lives. And for you, just tell me, can internationals vote as well?
1: They actually can, but not all of them. So all European Union, Icelandic and Norwegian citizens who are above 18 and have a permanent address in Denmark can vote. But if you're not from any of these places, then you need to have lived in Denmark for at least three years before the elections to be able to vote. In fact, if you are eligible to vote in Denmark, then you are also eligible to run for the office. I would say it's pretty inclusive, but it also leaves some of us out. But then I also know some people like Erasmus exchange students who are eligible to vote but won't because they think that it's not right to vote for something that affects people for four years when they only stay here for a few more months, which makes a lot of sense. An interesting fact about internationals eligible to vote is that there has been a 33% increase in their numbers since the last time elections were held. And that's a lot. It also means that they have more potential to change the outcome of the elections.
0: Yeah, 33% indeed is a lot. And what are the reactions to this increase in the number of internationals voting here?
1: I haven't actually read about voting, but Denmark's nationalist Danske Folk Party want to change the rules about who can run for local and regional elections. Currently, like I said, if someone is eligible to vote, they're also eligible to run for election. But the Folk Party don't want non-Danish citizens to be able to do that. And they faced a lot of opposition for the suggestion, so they are now proposing what they call a milder model of this this disposition. They want to have, instead, stricter language requirements. So non-Danish citizens would need to pass intensive language tests to be able to run for any elections. And I don't know how their milder model will fare in the future, but it definitely won't be a concern in the upcoming elections.
0: Right. But for, for those who are eligible to vote, how does it work?
1: So, if you're eligible to vote, then you're already on the municipality's Voters Register. And if that's the case, then you probably have already received your vote card through mail. And that will have information on where you need to go to vote. And it's usually a nearby school or a public building. And then you just show up with your voting card at the venue and cast your vote. There are also people at the venue who can guide you if understanding Danish is a problem.
0: So, Shubham, this week we decided to focus our segment on Danish life and culture to be specifically about the elections. Tell me, how do you think the elections are relevant here?
1: Well, Mario, when I was very new to Aarhus, one of the first things I was told by a Danish person about their own culture was that it's very community-based. And it's something that I have observed as well. It's in the way we study, where there's a lot of group work. I see it in how many people volunteer for so many different things around the city, and also in how they socialize. I really think that having a strong culture of community needs a functional local government. And also, it's become such an important topic of discussion that you really can't escape it.
0: Planet Mundus, the word in Aarhus. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 pm, and online.